and welcome to a very special episode of Through Imperial Eyes. We are here to talk about, you guessed it, Star Wars Visions. Yay! That's Yay. where we add like the children cheering in the background with confetti Yay. sound effect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am your host, Braden Ledbetter. I'm your co-host, Jackson Daleen. This 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 episode is starting off just like it's it's starting off as rocky as it was scheduling this episode. <laughs> but it's um, gonna be okay. Yeah, because originally, like I was saying, we were originally going to re- record this last Wednesday. That didn't work out. We're gonna be like, all right, we're gonna do it Friday. Tried that, didn't work out. We're like, all right, we'll do it this weekend. Tried that, didn't work out. Finally, we're here to sit down yeah. and talk about <laughs> visions after like a week, over a week. But we're here. Um, let's do it. Let's dive right in. Let's talk about episode one, The Duel. Now, this one obviously is very classic Kurosawa-style right. inspiration. And obviously, we got the new character, Ronin. But what's your kind of initial reaction and overall thoughts of uh, this short? Um, so truth be told, I actually thought that The Duel was going to be what The Elder was. Um, you thought it was like the same short i i thought yeah i thought i yeah. at least thought the title of the elder was going to be the duel so yeah. starting off this was the duel i was like oh i was like i don't really know what to expect from this mm-hmm. um but um right off the bat i i, I really love just you know that I, I love that classic feudal japan you know yeah trope and aesthetic and style and um i really liked what this uh what this one's like color did i love how it was only just the lights that were that had color to them love that kind of minimalistic style but it also shows the focus especially excuse me especially with the lightsabers that i love mm-hmm. that that that's that glow to it where everything's still like emitted light even though everything was still in black and white and it's um, also what they did with the color as well is it's so true to like old style black and white, like old style black and white film from back mm-hmm. in like the fifties and forties and fifties and sixties. Cause if you're just watching this and like you kind of squint your eyes and tilt your head a little bit, it looks like you're watching like an old Kurosawa, Kurosawa mm-hmm. film. Um, <clears throat> so I thought that was really cool too. Yeah. Um, I, I will say I, I, I don't know how I feel about, the with the animation of ah, there's something weird how everything looks 2d and feels like it should be 2d but then the characters have this like 3d style motion that happens in a lot of these shorts i think i think and that's I think a this was the only thing. one that it really stuck out to me yeah um and i won't say that it's bad but it's it's something that kind of paper mario-y it's kind of weird yeah it's a little it's yeah. a little off-putting at first and um it ends up being cool. Like the actual fight, the actual duel is really, is really well done and looks really good. Um, but yeah, there's some like specific things where people move and you're kind of like, Oh, it was like that moved a little too well for everything else being kind of this 2d, you know, choppy. And I think there's a way to successfully do that. I mean, that's kind of what Samurai Jack was all about. Is it had this, uh, I say choppy style of editing and animation that, it made it all work. So I, I guess um, on me for uh, assuming of that, but I don't know. Yeah, it was it was a thought that I had about it. Yeah, I think it's very it's you can definitely tell why these shorts are not canon mm-hmm. because they're very 
they're very the artist's own interpretation of Star Wars. Like it's not a so drastically set, different. It's not set in a like it doesn't feel yeah. like it's set in a pre existing universe. It feels like it's dropping something brand new into the lore yeah. of Star Wars. Um which and I think I, is super I, cool. I yeah, I like and appreciate that a lot of these um kind of took that idea of yeah. you know, give me something new, give me something different. Um are you gonna read? Are you gonna read Ronan? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah me I, too. I'm very curious about his character because I, I want to know. Yeah, yeah, because she, you know, she's like thinks she thinks he's a Jedi, and he says something along the lines of "I'm no Jedi," kind of like the Ahsoka thing. But yeah. um, <laughs> unfortunately, I am. Unfortunately, I'm not a Jedi. Yeah, um, and he pulls out a red lightsaber. But does that mean he is a Sith, or does that just mean he's not a Jedi? I don't necessarily think he is a Sith. I think he's a Sith hunter. Ooh, that um, would be cool. I kind of viewed it like how Ninth Jedi was of like the Sith are the most like, no, like they're the ones that are more prevalent rather than the Jedi. So mm-hmm. he's in this universe's story or whatever. Ronan is someone who is uh, taking care of that. Yeah. Um, whereas like a Ninth Jedi, it's these people trying to restart the Jedi Order. Yeah. Or, um, or maybe he... Maybe he was like somehow brought up as a Jedi or something. Yeah, and then and something got away happened. from that. Something yeah. happened, and he has to kind of like he he has to kind of present himself as a non Jedi just because yeah. that's frowned upon or something. Yeah, Maybe yeah, or yeah. people just don't like Jedi in that. Um, so um, no, I'm really excited about the world building for sure from yeah. Ronan and, and to see kind of expanding on that story. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. probably gonna buy a day of. And day I definitely think that of all of the shorts, this is the one that you need to expand on. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like, cause like, I really like this one, and I also think the Elder could get a really cool novel as well. Oh uh, yeah, I bet you the elder. Elder gave me big high high republic vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, and I would like more of that. I would like more of uh, like those characters. Give me give me a backstory of Dan and um, the uh, I can't remember what the the master is. It's da- David Harbour who plays him. Yeah, I found is. that one out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought Ronan was really fun. It's a really 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 good start to um just visions in general because it's kind of bonkers but it's also kind of you know traditional in the sense of what we know and understand of star wars yeah, um, it can, you can tell that it takes inspiration from what inspired star wars yeah absolutely and, and but still gives it that that really fun twist that yeah. i think um as the show progresses gets a little crazier and crazier yeah so well cool let's move right along here to episode two which was tattooing and rhapsody I was very pleasantly surprised by this one. Um, I remember this one. This one was a lot of fun, but I I don't necessarily know if this is um in my top couple with it. I remember that this is one. I just thought Tattoo and Rhapsody was just cute, you know, cute and fun. I, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, yeah, I think to me, I think it is. I think it's in my top three. I, I don't think I have a favorite one, but this is probably like it's mixed around with like three of my, my favorites. Yeah. 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 Um, because one, I really like the heart that is in a lot of these, like, especially with the one with like, um, the TOB one. I really yeah, yeah. love that. The elder is great. Um, with, you know, 
asking your because I think the one thing I heard someone say that really stuck out to me was visions and just Star Wars as a whole wants you to ask why and not how and what you know like yeah because I I think so many people will look at Tatooine Rhapsody and be like what's with the stupid band like why why are they doing rock music in Star nah, Wars it's cute like yeah yeah like and it's it, family and it's not just about that i mean it's just yeah. this it's this jedi who you know be because i didn't realize this until afterwards i was like wow every single one of these episodes has to do with jedi in some capacity yeah, i was gonna make that point a lot of these are, are jedi centered which very i guess jedi makes centric. sense but very jedi centered yeah um and like you get this character who you know becomes this kind of lost jedi on tatooine and makes friends with this the bass player is my favorite character dude he's so cool the hut i yeah. love him so much um and then the little the droids that are <laughs> are they droids they're the drummers no the drummer's the the two dudes what are they yeah that's, then, right, that's right that's right and then the, the the droid is the guitar player yeah 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 um, um i think tattooing rhapsody has my favorite joke in visions which is when they're playing for java and it's the shot of java like he's listening and yeah. it's no reaction but it's the back shot and his tail's wagging mm-hmm. yeah yeah um i also never expected to hear pop punk in star wars yeah i agree you know and that's it's something that's talked about and i'm glad that we're getting more i'm so glad we're getting more in universe music i want to hear wreck punk so bad i know (laughs) um yeah and and there's a character in the alphabet squadron book that listens to the style of music that's in tattooing rhapsody so mm-hmm. i'm glad we're kind of we're seeing that and understanding that a little more even though it's kind of you know it's yeah. just dumb little because the only like <clears throat> in universe music we have is the cantina band Bo-waka. and wajaba wajaba yeah from force awakens and that's about it that's all that's we that, got yeah that really is it um and then if you want to count the uh from the the max rebo band and uh the other uh return of the jedi the classics um, you mean yeah <laughs> wow wow wiki wiki baba yeah <laughs> uh but yeah i think yeah tattooing rhapsody definitely up there for me um i just had so much fun i think this was that was the one that i like my eyes were glued to the screen watching it the whole time yeah um but do you have any other final thoughts on tattooing rhapsody Ah, I love seeing the reactions to Chubby Boba Fett. Chub Chub Boba Fett. (laughs) Yeah, the little little. It looks like a little kid Boba Fett because he's so so cool in it too. Like he's so tough, and yeah, I love how (laughs) it's a little tiny Boba Fett. Yeah, so so funny. Um, Yeah, that's about it. I definitely want. I definitely want the action figure of that Boba Fett (laughs) if there ever is one. Yeah, I think that would be a fun uh, like Funko. I really hope they get some Visions Funkos out. Like Uh, I just I would love Visions merch, just anything and everything for it. Um, Yeah, yeah, I would. I would love that. Cool. Well, let's move right along again here, and let's talk about Episode Three: The Twins. Now, I don't know how to feel about the twins. Um, what is your kind of initial overall reaction thoughts? I remember really liking kind of the overall moral of it. I love the the imagery. I almost said the symmetry, which still works. The imagery yeah. of... Symmetry of the, the Star Destroyers? Of, of, yeah, of the twins. Um, but I like this um, kind of 
you know, these twins born from the dark side and, you know, born and raised and bred to only be this thing. And I like how even then, like, there's a moral understanding of right and wrong and good and evil. And I I like that overall message of, of the twins. And I, I love kind of, you know, the intense conversations that happen between it's Kari and uh, I can't think of the girl's name. But um, yeah, I, I liked twins the first time I watched it. And then the more I kind of think about it, the more I'm kind of like, yeah, it was all right. Like, it was fun. It was cute. Yeah. Um, I don't know why he's able to breathe in space. It's just weird, man. It is weird. It felt very... If you gave a film student a Star Wars film to make, I think they would make something like this. uh, There was like... This was the one that like the dialogue was very like stock Star Wars dialogue. Yeah, they like quote a lot of different lines. Which like was cute and fun the first time I watched it, but then I was like, I don't know. I guess that was cool, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, this is this is the one that I had. I think I have the most mixed feelings about because I I appreciate the concept and I appreciate the storytelling, but I think the execution of it was very felt very elementary to me um, because there are so many lines of dialogue where they're like, "Oh, and let's get my armor." And the armor that my brother also wears, yeah. who is on the other ship. Yeah, and, everything was so expositional. And they'll be and like, I, I feel a couple of the episodes had that issue. Yeah, I think that's just a lot of the writing, unfortunately. Um, and then there was another, there was, this happened a lot in this one specifically. She'll be like, she'll, like, she'll be talking about something and then just slip in the fact that they were born from the dark side of the force. But that would, that, that would happen like four times. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, okay, yeah, we we got that. Let's we under, yeah. just talk about something <laughs> we else. Understand. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, couldn't we like this is a classic case of show don't tell. And I think a lot this short did a lot of telling and not enough showing. I, I agree. That's a very yeah. That's a really really good way to put that. Um, yeah, I couldn't agree more with that statement. Yeah, I don't. I don't have much about the twins. I, I did like the um, the anti three PO and R two D two for yeah, the twins. Right. I, I thought R-Duo. they were fun. Yeah, R duo and was it R duo? Yeah, R duo and I can't remember the other one. But yeah, yeah, I thought those were fun. Yeah, I um, think I, I thought the animation was great. Um, I don't know how I felt about the fact that they just stole a shot from the Last Jedi. With yeah, the, with the ship, it, the I ship. thought it was a pretty a pretty shot though too. Is yeah, know. with with the ship kind of like split in half and floating there. I was from, like, wait a second, wait from a second. His lightsaber that he rode. Yeah, with I don't know the ship and yeah, I don't know. This one was also know. very bonkers, like breathing in space. Yeah, this like one, this carving one up a like, star destroyer with a lightsaber. Yeah, the, the, it was fun, but it, it definitely had more of the um, yeah. I say dumb anime of just kind of that, like anything can happen more for yeah. the spectacle, um, which can be a hit or miss. Yeah. Um, this one wasn't, wasn't really my cup of tea, which is fine. Yeah. If other people like it, that's totally cool. I, I I'm happy that yeah. you like, like things that I don't. Um, let's kind of move on here. I'll let you take the lead on this one. Cause this one's in, in your very top. So yeah, this, with the this, village this bride. One, these next two are actually my tied for the top two of of my my three my third is lapanocho we'll talk about that but like, oh, yeah it's a good one um no i really loved uh the village bride i it gave me um you know you you had said avatar the last airbender but it, it gave me a lot of you know studio ghibli style and i, I love that style of anime that's kind yeah. of where 
I more gravitate to because I'm not really an anime person. I don't. I'm I don't, not either. I've seen a few. I've watched some. I've grown up on some, but I wasn't deep into it. So there's a lot that I haven't seen. Um, but there's this very specific taste that I like, and I really like those Studio Ghibli's, and I really like those that get serious. So I loved the kind of the overall theme of, you know, the dread and it's a celebration, but it's not, it's not a fun one, you know, with the woman giving, giving her life for the village chief and, um, love just like the emotional play of, you know, moving forward as a Jedi. And, um, I love the character work between F and, uh, the dudes, the dude with the helmet and him Mm. sniping, loved him, loved him. Just, I, I wanted, I wanted more. I wanted, I wanted them. I kind of, I think it's funny how village bride ends where, you know, the Jedi flies off on her own. And I think it'd be really cool if we saw more of kind of her adventures, but I, I wanted to know more of where the Jedi and this guy had been of, you know, her, cause I'm assuming this is in between, you know, three and four and t- canon timeline wise. It obviously yeah. doesn't have to be, but they mentioned the empire, but they also mentioned mm-hmm. the separatists and the wars. And, um, yeah, I just, I, I wanted more of it. Um, th- this is also my favorite lightsaber design of all of visions was, was F's yellow lightsaber with the thin katana loved that. I I think if they did, um, visions like figures and like black series, I would hop on F. Oh, that sounded wrong. (laughs) I would, (laughs) but I would like, I would jump on that, you know, I would get it instantly. And I think that was that, and that entire design and just the art style. I thought everything was so pretty and so beautiful. And then like, uh, she cuts the dude's hand off with her cool mm-hmm. speed heels. I just, I thought it was so cool. It was one that it felt the closest to visually seeing the high Republic. Um, mm. and I would love more of that, that and, uh, the elder gave me both just such high Republic yeah, yeah. And, and watching village bride, makes me want to read Edge of Balance, the High Republic comics, so much more. The High Republic yeah. manga, so yeah. much more. Um, yeah, I really liked The Village, right? I thought it was very fun. Yeah, I like, because I I had gotten a text from you before I even saw it saying that, and you were saying that it was your favorite one. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. And I actually, I, I really ended up liking it. Um, I think it's really cool that they're kind of implementing these these really big Asian influences like design wise yeah. um, with like the costumes and the locations. And it felt a lot like um, in the Mandalorian where that um, and it's also in like uh, Bad Batch kind of like the Imperial facility surrounded by all this forest and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It felt very that I love those kind of locations. Um, so, yeah, I, I really I really, really liked this one. I don't know if it's in my top even three, but I really, really enjoyed it um, for what it was. So, yeah. Well, cool. Um, Since you went kind of deep into that one, let's get into the ninth Jedi. Um, I also really liked this one. Yeah. What what are you thinking about the ninth Jedi? Uh, To me, this was the most creative concept. This was, this was something that um, I, thought was really good at giving us something so wickedly different that at times I was like, I don't even need to know anything star Wars for this, but I love how much it feels star Wars. 
the ancient Jedi and the lightsabers. Oh, and I love the concept of the lightsabers and matching like your your balance in the force. And, yes. Oh, God, yeah. I thought it was so cool. And like the final shot of the base flipping upside down and being a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. I just I just wanted so Mind much blown. more. I think if they did like a series of one of these, I would want it to be the ninth Jedi. Mm-hmm. I think they have so much potential at telling just this really killer story and just this really cool like character development with these people and just oh, it, it just was so cool it felt so awesome to me i thought it was so cool that you know how you were saying like the the lightsaber is kind of dependent on your your strength in the force and how her lightsaber didn't really have any color it was kind of like just this gray like, weird yeah thing. yeah and it kept changing lengths yeah, it is like, and I think they were explained it like it changes length depending on like who's using it, which I was like, man, that's a really really cool concept. Yeah, yeah, um, I think that's fun. And you know, the uh, length of a lightsaber. I think the only time I've ever seen it mentioned in canon is the one line in Rebels when Ezra first gets his lightsaber and Kanan yeah. says something about changing the length, and it's just There's, like he has like he, a little switch on it that changes yeah, the length. You're like, huh? You're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. No, but I like how in this, like the blade knows. I love yeah. the idea that like the blade almost has a personality. Yeah. Um, and it, it, I think the location of her and her father's little, like little hut, hut on the ice. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of like the interior of it kind of reminds me of how I envisioned um oh who's the from Lost Stars who's the who's the um boy uh Thane talking about yeah, like the main it re- guy it reminded me of um how Claudia Gray described the inside of like their little home that they were staying at oh yeah yeah it reminded okay. me I don't know why okay. that was my, yeah, that was yeah. the first place my brain went to whenever I saw that visually but um, um anyway um I, I, oh sorry think- go ahead I think about like uh, if we got like ca- like uh, figures and merch, uh, I would love a bunch of Margrave stuff. Yeah. I thought he was a really cool character, and I love his design of his helmet and stuff. Yeah, um, they 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 also like a lot of the Jedi in here felt a lot like High Republic Jedi. I think too very much, and so I they, and I loved seeing that. It, this felt this episode felt like a new take on the High Republic. Yeah. which I, re- I really liked. Uh, I, I did. I, I saw one thing on Twitter that uh, someone was like, I, I they don't necessarily see canon. It's all one timeline and whatever. Um, and if they had to, Ninth Jedi would take place after episode nine. And I kind of like that idea of like, this is like past even the ancient times of yeah. just like, it's so far down the line that these are other people trying to restart the Jedi order. I thought it was, it was a cool, yeah, like, like a rebirth. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I really like ninth Jedi. I thought oh. it was very fun. I'll have to watch it again with, with it being post episode nine in mind and see how my view yeah, it's kind of a, differs on it. Yeah. To think about. Yeah. So what's next? What, what's after Let's get Nine into Jedi? TOB one. I adored this little short so so much um and i've I've seen so many complaints just on social media about how what the heck was that was this just pinocchio or like (laughs) yeah kind of actually (laughs) it was it was it was a star wars take on pinocchio but i think it was very very well executed and i think the animation style is something that people see 
and immediately go, oh, this is just supposed to be for kids, isn't it? Cute kitty ad. Yeah. And um, I, it had, actually had some like really deep themes and like amazing voice work and animation. Yeah. I just thought it was super solid all around. Um, I love the design of the Inquisitor in this one. Yeah. I thought he was really cool and that I thought that fight was neat. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I was kind of tired when I was watching this one just because you say T.O.B. one, I call it Toby one. I was listening that's to, what end, that's what they end up, uh, calling call him, right? Him. Yeah. Um, but I was listening to a podcast about visions and the first half of it, they talked about, it, it was an interview with, uh, the two showrunners. Um, mm. with a bunch of other podcasts and it was really fun but they there's a part where they talked about toby one and how kind of this was this was their uh like the one that they decided to be like quote unquote the kids one of essentially this being for the younger audiences but yeah. then they were like but then we watched it and it was like even like you said like the themes it was just like then we watched it and it was like this is only kind of for kids in the sense of animation style, just because it yeah. looks like that. It's not really, it wasn't what we anticipated it to be. And, and a lot of, they said that a lot of the developers uh, really ended up liking that, like ended up, you know, kind of jumping on that with it. So I wish more people kind of saw it like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of predicted the fact that, um, that, that Toby would want to be a Jedi. Um, I was like, oh yeah, there, there's the Jedi portion of this uh, episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really love that, you know, there's like this tragedy of, you know, the big guy with the white beard, he ends up dying and, and Toby has to kind of take over his facility to bring plants and life to the planet he was on. I just thought it was, I loved, I loved that episode a lot. Um, but kind of moving on here, let's talk the elder. Another mm. another really high ranking one for me. What did you think about the elder? Um, was this? Did James Hong play the elder? I think this is the one that he does. Yeah, not entirely uh, sure. Who I think it is James Hong, but he's the best part of that. The actual elder. Mm -hmm. Um, and then uh, David Harbor Jedi. I was also thought was really fun. Um. No, this one this one caught me by surprise almost in the sense of how uh I say tame it is. Um I love kind of I actually really like the beginning of this of the conversation between the, the banter, two Jedi. Yeah. yeah, just in, in, in their in their cockpit. I loved seeing that instant character work and um It was a very Qui-Gon Obi-Wan relationship. Very much. Very much yeah. and I and I love that, that me too. um that aspect and that side and yeah, no, I thought this was really cool. Uh, I, I love the elder ship design in this. Mm -hmm. That's one I keep seeing pictures of, and the more I look at them, I'm like that's so cool. Like that's just it was just a neat looking ship. And, yeah. Um. Yeah, I know you. You really stood out with the elder. What What are kind of your your take your take on it? And I really liked. For one, I think the action was brilliantly animated. Yeah. And how it really it, it is not afraid to hold on to some shots and let things kind of breathe that exposure yeah um and i i think the voice work was phenomenal i think toy, yeah. the storytelling was phenomenal um i kind of i kind of got got whenever the we thought the padawan got uh got killed and i was like oh man they killed him already saw like, that oh. coming yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um, um 
And then when they when he blows up their ship, too, at the end there. Yeah. I was like, ooh, that kind of uh, sucks. The way they they kill the elder, uh, mm-hmm. I gasped. I like yelled. I, yeah. I, 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 I always think it's funny how in lightsaber fights, no one tries that trick more where it's like, I would swing at a dude and all of a sudden deactivate my saber and throw him off and then reignite it to screw mm-hmm. them. And oh, when he does it and stabs through him and, it, and you, you know, those long shots, it's just that shot of him. It uses those shots so much too. Love that. Love yeah, it. I love that. Um, yeah. No, I, I really, I agree with you. And like the fight choreography I thought was really cool. And that yeah. animation just, was, I yeah. need a black series of the elder. Yeah. I yeah, need it. I, agree. I don't want it. I need it. Need I will spend. I'm, I'm the good same money. about F and the Margrave. That's, yeah. ugh, I just, I think it'd be so cool. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, cool. Let's kind of move on here to our second to last episode. Lop and Ocho. I was surprised by this I was one. So surprised by this one. I, I was didn't expecting think it not was to like be, this one. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be good. No, I thought it was so good. It like was, it was wonderful. It felt like an episode of like like Clone Wars or Rebels or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm, yeah, with with a, with a character from like the like this like the Nesquik Bunny's sister or something. I, I would love a <laughs> Lop and Ocho movie. I would love to see yeah, more of just that, that cool. the that the duality of those two and just like you know I I loved seeing the little intro of them and of them as kids and then it was immediately this turn and uh the the political twist of Ocho being like for the empire mm-hmm. really took me out and I was just once that like the the you know the the argument with her and the dad and I was just like was like wow that's uh, that took me such by it's by a turn it's just, I loved seeing the like the political discussions about it and kind of, you know, the state of what it means for the planet and how people view it. And, um, I thought that was so cool. And, um, this also has my second favorite lightsaber design, the family sword. I yeah, thought the family was so sword. Cool. I would love, love a like black series, you know, replica saber of the family sword. Cause that hilt is just gorgeous. I thought it was yeah. so pretty. Oh, yeah. and the writing on the blade, I thought it was so cool. I I love katana style. I want to know how they did that. Like, like I, I just want to know how yeah, that right. it works in, in universe. How does that work? Um, I thought it was so cool. So yeah, cool. I, I, I was expecting this one to be like, all right, bunny person in Star Wars. Cool. There's another Jax. Um, but no, I actually, I, I really enjoyed this. And I, I thought that um, I, 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 I kept equating her. Um, I, I keep calling her the bunny girl. What is her name? Which is she Lop or Ocho? She's Lop. Yeah. <clears throat> I kept equating her to. <laughs> you ever played Jack and Daxter on PS2? I know of it, but yeah, yeah. She reminds me of a character from Jack and Daxter. I don't know why. That's funny. Um, she she kind of yeah. I can see what you're talking about. Of like, yeah. just I think it was like the anime style, and it's that very. Yeah. Um, it's almost familiar, you know, it's an original mm-hmm. character, but that look is almost familiar. Yeah. Um, I also really liked how this one kind of gets into the state of the galaxy. Um, yeah. And kind yeah. of gets in, like, you know, when, like, you have an idea of when this is supposed to take place. Like, obviously the empire is on its, on its steep hill going upward. So I'm assuming this probably takes place either very shortly pre OT or during OT. I kind of saw it as like, um, like in between right before OT that 20 years, you know? Yeah. That's what I mean. Like that, that oh, very oh, shortly yeah. pre 
pre original original trilogy. So like ten to ten to five years probably right, before. Right, right, yeah. Because the Empire is still on the rise. They're trying to take over these planets. And I I love seeing. We saw this in Bad Batch too. I love seeing each planet's kind of take on how the mm. Empire has affected them. And I like seeing how you know in this even with the Empire being there and it supplying resources to the planet in a sense that it can work there's still people who understand that they're not good and they're you know yeah. bad and overall they're not necessarily good for the planet because they're just going to do what they need to do for themselves but then it's people like ocho who who genuinely believes that the empire is there for good i loved seeing that that imagery and the symmetry of the imagery i loved it thought the it was symmetry so cool. of the imagery um yeah it, we, we keep getting these these perspectives on the empire that you kind of get where they're coming from mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know like we saw that in bloodline we see that in this we see that a lot in bad batch too um so it's really cool to explore that um and i think again this this short does does really well with you know a family dynamic and yeah. differing views on things and how you have to work together to resolve these yeah. internal family issues which i i I love stories like that. Yeah, um, and I, I loved the execution of the the sense of family in this, especially with the intro. And um, I love uh, the actual like Sarah, like the 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 scene of the the father giving the sword to Lop. Yeah. I, I just I that made me so emotional, especially just kind of telling the story about like you know. Uh, adopted family in the sense of kind of understanding your purpose and he's got a line in it where he's like you know I, I think sometimes that you know I treated you with haste because you're not from blood and maybe I did and he was like but I always loved you and you're just mm -hmm. like <sighs> wipe away those you know, tears. yeah you're like oh this sword's gonna be so cool oh <laughs> <laughs> um, well, cool yeah um, I really liked Lapinocha that was that I did was too really I was pleasantly pleasantly surprised um, let's let's get into this this last one here, um, Akikiri, Akakiri, Akakiri, Akakiri. What did you think about this one? Wow, I love Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> um, no, this one was fun. I, I I thought this one was pretty, but um, I was at first indifferent about the character models. Yeah, but they've grown on me. And I'm I'm indifferent about some of the character choices. Um, I agree. I, I felt this was just kind of a rehashing of Darth Vader's turn. It's mm -hmm. it really did just feel like that scene in a different you know uh, subtext. Yeah, but um, I thought it was still cool, and I like kind of this. I I always like that term of the dark side, where it's just kind of like. You're, it's almost like it's your absolute last choice. Even after the thing was done, you have this moral, like, you know, uh, this moral uh, um, responsibility to, you know, uphold what you just did is that even though you brought the one you loved back, you were now tied to this dark side. Like you were yeah. now, you were now part of that. And I like kind of seeing that of even though he did get what he wanted. You know, imagine if, if Vader was able to just bring back Padme, would he stick with Palpatine or would he be like, no, actually, I got what I want, deuces, you know, yeah. I liked I liked seeing that that choice of kind of that sunken fearfulness of 
this is that, my life now. This is what I dedicated yeah, to to get what I want. Internal conflict of like, what do you, what are you sacrificing and how right. far are you willing to go to get what you want? Or is that, and, and, and now that you have gone that full, yeah. far, what is, what is your next move? Who are you yeah. now? Um, no, and, that, and I, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, and, and just that issue of the, in the internal morality conflict that obviously, you know, people like Anakin went through. Yeah. It's very interesting to see characters, especially in star Wars, go through that. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So this one, this one was, this one's at the near the bottom of my list. I thought it was ultimately it's fine. It's kind of okay. Uh, I really liked the character that was the Sith, the woman. Mm -hmm. I thought she was really cool. I would like to see kind of more of that and, um, the casualness of it. Um, so I, I, I thought that this one had really cool ideas and some cool takes on it, but, um, I don't know. It's, it, it just, it, it kind of drags a little bit and oh, yeah. it's I'm so sorry. Um, kind of drags a little bit and, uh, I, I'm indifferent about the, the art style and some of the characters, but I also liked how some of the characters looked and what they were. I didn't, I didn't know how I felt about the, the Tweedledee and Tweedledum characters, you know what I'm talking uh, about. Um, but it's uh, it's George Decay and yeah. uh, the other guy. I thought they were funny. I thought they felt I thought very um, in Pirates of the Caribbean. They felt yeah, very Pintel exactly and Rigetti. What I thought they, yeah, they're just like those guys. Um, um, but I, I also for for some reason I had to watch this one twice because I I found this one very difficult for me to pay attention to, and I don't know why. I don't know what it is. It just there was the the main i think the main story doesn't get ramped up until like almost halfway through well and there's a lot of weird stuff that isn't necessarily like fully explained you know like it's just kind of a lot of stuff is left by the wayside and then like the big thing happens and you're kind of like that's it like it's Mm -hmm. over um so yeah i i agree with that um but again that could just be a me thing um yeah because i i tend to have um a, a lot of if i if i have a lot of stimulations around at once then i have a hard time focusing on one thing and staying focused on that one thing now um, you say you say stipulations but i thought um a visual stipulation in this that i thought was really cool is i liked how the lightsabers looked in this one mm. how they were kind of blurry and like yeah they left that like you know that that trail effect and um no i thought that was cool and that was something that i was like i was watching and being distracted by that and then it'd be like wait what did people just say <laughs> be like yeah. hold on what, what are we talking about yeah i don't yeah i don't know what it is about not even just visions but anime style films and shows is I, I just cannot seem to get myself in the zone to watch them. And I don't know what it is. That's just a me thing. It's I've always been like that. That's why I've never been able to get into anime, never been able to never been able to get into like, you know, cartoon like two D yeah. cartoons and stuff like that. It's just a my brain doesn't like to like to see it or something, I guess. But um Yeah, I think overall I definitely want to see more of visions and, you know, have bring in some more different artists that haven't been able to share their voice in star Wars and bring in some new stories and new animation styles and do their own thing in the star Wars universe. I really want to see a season two. 
I agree. I think do a season two. So I, I think what they should do is through whichever one is probably you could you don't have to do just one, but I would think the popular things that came out of Visions should get some more of their own specific screen time, be it a movie, a TV show, another just short special, however you yeah. want to do it. But then the purpose of Visions is solely to bring in new artists um, and new styles and new creations. And that's what Visions becomes is just kind of this this building or this creative world. And then whatever mm-hmm. we kind of like from it, they they expand, expand on upon, it and yeah. give it more. So I would love to see a ninth Jedi TV show. I'd love to see a Lapanocho movie, but I would love to see a season two of Visions that is just more new. I would love to jump nationalities. Each season yeah. is, is a different country, is somewhere new. That could be cool different. too. I think that would be a really fun take. I want to see like a nine season um show just about the the hut bass player in Tatooine Rhapsody just the band on tour yeah i want to see 9 straight seasons like 30 episodes per season i want to see yeah. 9 seasons yeah. and i will watch it i will watch oh, it all if it's just about the bass player soundtrack oh my gosh can you it'll be like four full length albums worth of music um but cool i think that's about all we wanted to get into with visions like i said we weren't going to get it super super deep into them um if we want to do that at another at another time maybe for some cantina episodes we can do that for sure bring some guests on yeah, to talk in fun. depth talk about visions on cantina i agree um, with that. but um i think that's just about all we have for now um if you'd like to follow us on our social medias you can find us on instagram at through imperialized pod i'm doing this without looking at anything so let's see how i can do this on twitter at imperialized pod and then you can also find us on youtube of course at through imperialized podcast search that click enter you're gonna click on our channel you're gonna click yada, subscribe yada, 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 yada. you're gonna you click know. the bell you know how to do it and then if you haven't already, please check out our Apple Podcasts, our Spotify, any of those. Leave, leave a review, leave a rating, subscribe, whatever you got to do, because all of that really, really helps out the show. Um, and um, if you'd like to find me on the social medias, you can always find me on Instagram at Braden Ledbetter, on Twitter at Athlon, and then on Letterboxd. You can see what I'm watching, see what I'm reviewing at B. Ledbetter. Jackson, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Quaxon Scaling. That's Q-U-A-C-K-S-O-N, Scaling Like the Triangle. And then you can follow my photography Instagram, which is at Daylene underscore photography. It's D-A-L-E-E-N underscore photography. Okay, so make sure you find Jackson right over there on those socials. But until next week, when we get into some Mo Star Wars news, may the Force be with you.